Hey, DCL Duo fans, welcome back for a very special episode or bonus edition of our podcast this week. That's two in a week because we had some very good news out of Disney Cruise Line this week. They released their summer 2022 itineraries. So I wanted to spend a few minutes just talking through those. But we also had some other big news to share with you this week. It is our one year anniversary of the DCL Duo podcast. Our first full episode was released on March 19th of last year, shortly after everything shut down. So what a great idea we had to start a podcast in the middle of a cruising shutdown. But I don't think any of us expected it to last this long. I think we're both, Sam and I can speak for both of us, just really excited to have made it through a year of podcasting. It has been a very interesting year of some some really great guests. I think the fact that cruising was shut down and the parks were closed for a while really gave us an opportunity to talk to some folks who really wanted to talk about cruising, wanted to talk about visiting Disney parks, but couldn't because they weren't able to visit. And so it was a way for them to live vicariously a little bit, reminisce and talk about their favorite topic with everything that was going on. So we really just appreciate all of the guests that we've been able to have on some really, you know, big name folks um, and some listeners and some folks who just wanted to share their cruising stories. We really appreciated all of them throughout the year. And I think it enabled us to make some friends and connect with some people we hadn't connected with before in the cruise community, which has been fantastic. And it's just, it's just great to meet those folks. Uh, and I hope that we'll continue those relationships in the year to come as we start what I'm going to call season two of the DCL Duo podcast going forward. So as we enter season two, we hope to bring back some of those great guests we've had on before. We've already had a few repeats, but there's so much opportunity to one, bring folks back, but two, meet some new people this season. So if you are out there listening to our podcast and feel like you have a story you want to tell, or you're getting on a cruise sometime soon when they start back up, we want to hear your story and tell your story. So reach out to us because we've met some really, really fantastic people this year that we have just really enjoyed and made some new friends. Uh, I also just want to thank all of our listeners out there. I know I started with our guests, but this show wouldn't exist without listeners. So I really appreciate each and every one of you out there every week who listen to the show, the people who've joined us since we started, who've waded through a, a back catalog, and I guess perhaps more importantly, people who were there with us from the very beginning. And so thank you all for supporting the show. It has meant a lot to us. Uh, we've loved all of the reviews that have come in. We've loved all of the emails. We've loved all of the posts on Twitter uh, and the posts in our vlog and podcast Facebook group. They've all just been fantastic and energizing. And it, it's great to meet all of you. It's great to tell your stories. It's great to hear your stories. And so we really just enjoy our listeners and we hope you keep enjoying the podcast as we continue into our hopefully next year and beyond. So just wanted to pause and acknowledge that one year anniversary. What a year it has been for everyone out there. I hope you and your families have been staying safe. I hope everyone out there gets their vaccine when they're eligible so that we can all get back to cruising a lot faster. And I hope that we do see a return to cruising this year. However slow it may be, uh, it is going to be great once it does start happening again. And I know Sam and I are looking forward to vacationing again in this year. So really looking forward to getting back out there, really looking forward to telling some new stories, making some new friends, bringing you some new content and keeping the podcast going. So big thank you to everyone out there. Thanks for being with us for a year. Uh, it's been a year and we've really appreciated each and every one of you out there. So with that, let's dive into these Disney Cruise Line itineraries. I should have said up front, it's just going to be me right now. Uh, it's it's a work day. And so Sam is still hard at work late into the evening. And so I wanted to get a show out about the new itinerary release. And so doing it solo this time around. Apologies for that. All right, let's get some of the important information out of the way for these new itineraries, which are the booking dates. 
Booking on opening day pricing for Disney Cruise Line is really important for those of you who may be listening who haven't sailed before or have less experience with Disney Cruise Line. Disney is not a cruise line that discounts a lot. It's not like the other cruise lines where bookings go on sale. Generally, your opening day pricing is going to be your best pricing unless you can qualify for some later discounts like cast member discounts, Florida resident rate discounts, military discounts, those sorts of things that go on sale much closer to the sailing of the ship. So so opening day pricing is going to be your best bet. If you want to book on opening day, opening day means different things depending on your castaway club status. So again, for some of our newer listeners out there, the castaway club is Disney's loyalty program. You become a silver member after you've sailed one time on Disney Cruise Line, a gold member after you've sailed five times on Disney Cruise Line, and a platinum castaway member after you've sailed 10 times on Disney Cruise Line. With that in mind, booking will open up to platinum club members, the highest level in the loyalty program tier on Monday, March 22nd, 2021 at 8 a.m., Eastern Time. Booking will be extended to gold members on Tuesday, March 23rd, and booking will be extended to silver members on Wednesday, March 24th, again, 8 a.m. Eastern Time. Anyone who's not sailed with Disney Cruise Line before is not a member of the Castaway Club can start booking on March 25th. Some exceptions there, some special categories. If you happen to be a Golden Oaks Club member, uh, and again, I always say this, if you are, could you please email us? Because we would love to have you on and do a show on what your experience has been like being a Golden Oaks member. But for Golden Oaks Club members, booking will begin at the same time as Platinum. Platinum members, March 22nd, 2021. For DVC, Disney Vacation Club members, and Adventures by Disney Insiders, you will get the same booking window as Silver members on Wednesday, March 24th. As always, you can book these cruises by going through your preferred travel agent, through the Disney website, or by calling Disney directly. If you're Golden Oaks or Disney Vacation Club members, you can use your special member services line. ABD Insiders also have a special number they can call for booking. All of this information, by the way, is available over at the Disney Cruise Line website. They have a special dropdown on the summer 2022 itineraries with the dates, the phone numbers you can call, and a listing of all of the specific itineraries. With that in mind, let's dive into the itineraries themselves. I will say there are some new ports to highlight. The itineraries themselves are fairly standard in what you'd expect to see. When we get down to the Bahamian itineraries, we're going to have some interesting news to share about the Wish. I do want to say the Wish, as I think we may have said earlier in the show, is noticeably absent from these itineraries, which is expected. We weren't expecting to see a release of the Wish's sailing dates or itineraries at this point in time. These are just the itineraries for the existing four ships, the Magic, the Wonder, the Dream, and the Fantasy. Uh, And so you're going to see some fairly typical kinds of itineraries. They're not like going to be over in Asia this this summer or anything like that. You're talking about the standard set of Mediterranean, Greek Isles, Northern European cruises on the magic that we expect to see each summer. There are some new ports that I will highlight. Uh, You're also looking at the Alaska sailings, no new ports there, Caribbean sailings and Bahamian sailings. So let's just tackle each of those in turn. Again, the magic is going to be the ship doing the European summer sailings. So let's start with the Mediterranean and Greek Isles cruises. Those again are going to be on the magic. They range from five to 12 night cruises with just about every iteration in between. They are starting in late May, run through early July. There are versions that sail in the Mediterranean only, and then there are versions that sail in the Mediterranean with the Greek Isles. The biggest news here is on the nine-night Mediterranean with Greek Isles cruise, leaving out of Sidovecchia, Rome on June 18th, they are adding a new stop 
Chania, Greece, Chania, Greece. I'm sure I am butchering that. I have not visited Greece yet. It's on our list, but they're adding that new stop. It sounds like a wonderful sort of older city. It's on the Isle of Crete, which is also very historic and should be a great place for them to stop. So that is a net new port, Chania, Greece, uh, on the 618 nine night Mediterranean with Greek Isles cruise from Sidovecchia. To give you a sense of the ports on the Mediterranean and Greek Isles cruises, I'm going to leverage the magic 12 night Mediterranean cruise on July 6th because it gives you a good sampling. That cruise will leave from Sidovecchia, Rome, stop in Palermo, Sicily, Santorini, Piraeus, Athens, Mykonos, Naples, which is uh, Pompeii, Livorno, which is near Florence, Villefranche, which is near Monte Carlo, Nice, Marseille, and Barcelona. Uh, so that is a 12-night cruise, gives you a sense of the kinds of ports that they would stop at. On the Mediterranean-only cruises, you're looking at, you know, sailing in and out of Barcelona as as typical. And again, you're looking at the sort of Naples, Livorno. There's a stop in Cannes on the May 21st sailing, which is not present on the other sailings or some of the other sailings. But again, the stops are going to align pretty closely to that 12-night stop and some mixture of those. On the Europe and British Isle side, again, fairly typical kinds of things going on here, but a couple of things to call out. One, on the seven-night Western Europe cruise that departs on July 23rd, you are getting a new port, Porto, Portugal, home of Port Wine actually. So I would hope for some shore excursions in Porto that, that are wine tasting, port wine tastings. I think that would be fantastic. But Porto, Portugal is a net new stop on the July 23rd sailing of the magic seven night Western European cruise leaving out of Barcelona. On the 11 night Northern European cruise, you are getting a net new stop of Nyan Shaman, which is uh, near Stockholm, Sweden, as well as Riga, Latvia. Both of those net new stops to Disney Cruise Line. So new ports of call on the Magic 11 night on July 30th, leaving out of Dover, which also interestingly contains a stopover in St. Petersburg and overnight there, which overnights are a little unusual for Disney Cruise Line, which is great to see them doing. They have another overnight, by the way, on the 11 night uh, Norway cruise, leaving out of Dover on August 17th, that uh, overnights in Reykjavik, Iceland, which should also be cool. Iceland is a is a place to see for sure. I've heard nothing but great things about Iceland. Otherwise, you're getting kind of the standard Northern European, Norway, Norwegian fjords, kinds of cruises and stops that we've seen in the past. Typical Northern British Isles cruise, typical kind of Norway stops, but still great itineraries overall uh, with those new added ports that makes it even more fun. So let's shift over and talk about the Alaska cruises. Here, the interesting thing is that they're all seven nights. So typically, we would see some varying length Alaska cruises, some nine-night cruises and things like that. This year, they're only doing seven nights. That's not surprising given what they had to do to adjust the now-canceled Alaska cruise season in response to CDC guidance around no cruises longer than, I think it's seven days, actually, but that's being interpreted as seven nights, apparently, by the cruise lines. But all the cruises here are seven nights. So you're only getting really two choices, and one of them is only offered twice. So... The bulk of the sailing starting in mid-May and running through mid-September are, again, they're on the Wonder. The Wonder is the West Coast-based cruise ship in the summer season for Alaska. Uh, they start in mid-May, run through mid-September. The bulk of those sailings, it looks like probably over a dozen of them are going to be Vancouver to Vancouver, round trip, stopping in Dawes, Glacier, Skagway, Juneau, Ketchikan, Alaska. The difference is there are two sailings on June 6th and August 1st, again, on the Wonder and Seven Nights. And the trade-off is you'll be sailing an Icy Strait Point on those sailings. So if you'd like to see Icy Strait Point, you've got two 
two shots at it on June 6th and August 1st on the Wonder for a seven-night cruise. Again, all sailings are seven nights this year, no long, longer sailings, which is not surprising, especially given that Canada has now extended or has said that they will be enforcing their cruise ban for the full year uh, in response to the situation they're facing up there. Let's just hope we get an Alaska cruise season next year. I think that would be a win. Let's shift down to the Caribbean sailings for a second and a couple pieces of interesting news here. Let me get the, the boring stuff out of the way a little bit. These are all the fairly typical kinds of sailings you're used to seeing on Disney Cruise Line in the Caribbean, you know, stops at Castaway Key, you know, you got your Cozumel stops, your Georgetown Grand Cayman stops, Falmouth, Jamaica, Tortola, St. Thomas, fairly standard seven night Eastern Western Caribbean, five night Eastern Western Caribbean. Uh, and uh, so the Caribbean sailings are looking fairly, fairly typical here as, as, as we look across. It is interesting to see that Grand Cayman stop on the itineraries. The Grand Caymans, you might recall, made news recently because they are looking at implementing a similar kind of large cruise ship ban that we've seen in Key West, citing that they have seen just better overall tourism and spending without the large cruise lines coming in there. So it's interesting to see Disney including them on the itinerary. I suspect that, you know, look, if Grand Cayman actually does make a change here, then Disney will adjust course. But just interesting to see them still kind of in there that that Disney hasn't looked ahead to say, hey, let's maybe shift our stops over in response to that. May say something about the likelihood that the Grand Caymans will actually, in fact, be banning large cruise lines coming in or not. So the net new here is this nine night Southern Caribbean cruise has a new port on it. The Disney's obviously been doing the Southern Caribbean cruise for a while. They've tended to vacillate between a nine night and an 11 night. Kind of disappointed not to see the 11 night. That is a fantastic cruise. If it ever comes back up again, I would highly recommend booking it. We've done that cruise. The ports are great. The length is great. It's a really, really fun cruise. Uh, I want to highlight on the nine night a couple things. One, they are stopping in a new port, Rousseau, Dominica, not the Dominican Republic, but the island of Dominica. Fairly, you know, typical Caribbean island. So, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see the new port, but I have a feeling it's going to be typical Caribbean kinds of activities that you'd expect to see, snorkeling, hiking, those sorts of things. But what's also interesting about the nine night, and I know they do this on occasion, it's not really stopping at those those ABC islands that are hallmarks of the Southern Caribbean cruise, I think, and make it a lot of fun, which is Aruba, Bonaire, and Curacao. We stopped at those on our 11 night cruise and they were not to be missed. So if this is going to be your only sailing down into the Southern Caribbean, I might wait to see if they offer those Southern Caribbean islands again, the ABC islands, because they were a lot of fun. But if you do get a chance to stop in this new Russo Dominica island stop. I'd, we'd love to hear what your experience is, is like. Otherwise, the Caribbean sailings, fairly typical again. Departures from Miami, Port Canaveral, five night, seven night, Western Eastern Caribbeans, what we're used to seeing. Uh, Miami will obviously play home to the dream and Port Canaveral will play home to the fantasy for these sailings. Let's get to the Bahamas because this is where there is some additional news to share. So on the Bahamas side of things, you are going to see the Dream doing the bulk of the cruising, but notably they're doing one cruise to the Bahamas out of Port Canaveral on June 3rd, and then the Dream will be permanently down in Miami. And the rest of this itinerary release is devoid of any additional three and four night sailings down to the Bahamas. And so I think that sets it up nicely that the Wish is likely to be based out of Port Canaveral, which we already knew because that's where the L G refueling ship is, but will be based out of Port Canaveral and likely doing these three and four night Bahamian sailings out of Port Canaveral that the Dream is going to be doing on some sort of alternating itinerary. I'm sure people smarter than me can figure out probably even exact dates at this point are pretty close based on when the Dream will be calling into these various ports and Castaway Key as against the fantasy also calling in Castaway Key. But with that said, it does set up nicely that the Wish will be doing those three and four night sailings to the Bahamas. Did want to call out one specific itinerary because they tend to be popular on September 
December 26th, there is a double dip on the Dream out of Miami to Castaway Key. So it's a stop in Castaway, Nassau, Castaway. So those double dip cruises tend to be popular if you've been looking for one to do. September 26th on the Dream of Five Night is going to be your choice out of this itinerary release. No other double dip cruises on this on this release. It's possible with the release of the Wish itineraries, we'll see some more double dips. And on the Wish itself, I mean, we have no timing on when those itineraries will be released. My own speculation is in the next, you know, I'd say 60 to 90, maybe 120 days at the outside, we might see some itineraries on the on the Wish, but I have no inside information there to share. I'm just guessing they want to give people plenty of time to book and make plans, but not to not run up so close to when the, the Wish will sail. So I, I'd expect in the next couple of months, you might see something there. Last and certainly not least, this itinerary does cover the transatlantic crossing to, the, so the eastbound to Europe. It's good to see that cruise back. That is a 13-night eastbound transatlantic on the Magic, leaving out of Miami. It has one, two, three, four, five, six consecutive days at sea before you will call on Ponta Delgata in the Azores of Portugal, a, fo- a day at sea following, and then you will stop in Lisbon, Cadiz, Malaga, and Cartagena, Spain before ending your trip in Barcelona. That sounds like an amazing cruise to book. It is the longest cruise on this itinerary release. The next longest is 12 nights, I believe. It might get yeah, 12 nights. Uh, so it's the longest one on this itinerary. It's the one unique uh, option on the itinerary release. So there's that transatlantic cruise. If you're interested, that cruise is usually a good value for a cruise because it's a repositioning. So uh, if you're looking for one of those longer cruises with some fun ports of call, you can usually get a decent value out of that cruise on the transatlantic. So that is the itinerary releases. I hope this has been helpful for you. I know Sam and I are going to be booking the Norway cruise or a Norway cruise in September. We've had the Northern British Isles cruise booked since September of 2020. Uh, We had a one going in September of 2020 that we that canceled obviously due to to COVID. We rebooked it over to September of this year, but uh, given the international travel situation, we're likely going to just punt it out to September of 2022. And instead of doing the Northern British Isles, we have heard so many good things about Norway. We've decided to switch over to the Norwegian Fjords cruise. So we'll be on that cruise. If you want to come join us, we'd love to meet people. Uh, but that's what we're going to be booking out of this itinerary release. And then we're going to be waiting patiently for the wish and probably trying our best to book something on that ship. So with that, just again, thank you everyone for a fabulous first year of podcasting. After today, we're into season two of the DCL Duo. Reach out if you're interested in being a guest. Please, please, please leave us those five-star reviews over at Apple Podcast and tell your friends about us. We want to start growing our audience again because sailing, I think, is going to be coming back soon. Gives me a lot of hope to see these itineraries. Gives me a lot of hope to see the news that's coming out around vaccination. So I think we're going to be back to sailing at some point this year. Uh, And so we'd love to have folks listening to help them plan their fabulous fabulous Disney cruising vacations and start to tell some new stories for you. Get some new travel stories, which will be fantastic. So have a great day, everybody, and we'll see you next time. Thanks again for listening to this uh, bonus episode on the itinerary releases and celebrating our first year of podcasting. We do just want to thank each and every one of you for listening. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast so you can keep getting great content from the DCL duo each week. Please also leave us those five-star reviews over at Apple Podcasts. They're really helpful in making our podcast more visible to people who might be looking for a Disney Cruise Line-related podcast like ours. If you'd like to send us a question or be a guest on the show, please email us at dclduo at gmail.com or reach out to us on social media at dclduo. 
Duo. You can also head over to the DCL Duo channel on YouTube for even more great content, or you can join our DCL Duo vlog and podcast Facebook group and join a conversation with some like-minded DCL Duo fans and cruisers like yourself. The DCL Duo podcast and vlog are not affiliated with Disney Cruise Line, the Walt Disney Company, or the Walt Disney Family of Theme Parks. The views expressed on the show are solely those of the individuals on the podcast and in no way reflect the views of the Walt Disney Company or Disney Cruise Line. If you have questions about a Disney cruise or a Disney vacation, or you want to book one of these fabulous itineraries for summer 2022 on Disney Cruise Line, please contact Disney directly or your own travel agent. Thanks as always for listening, and we'll see you next time for another fabulous Disney adventure with the DCL duo. Good night. Bye.